Welcome to Beauty Uncut, the podcast. I'm Kayla. And I'm Ian. And we're here to bring a new perspective to beauty, health, and wellness. Welcome back to another episode. Today's episode is all about toxins. So first, I actually had a question for you, and it's all about the trend of Barbie Botox. I actually wanted to talk about the surge, is that the right word, surge, of anti-wrinkle products being used in like bigger muscles like your trapezius your calves and things like that is there a surge happening massive like i'm seeing it everywhere they're calling like the trapezius one barbie botox because Mm. it like slims down the traps yeah i'm seeing a huge increase in like calves as well and i don't know i just thought it was weird prior to what's happening now did you see a lot of it before no never like once in a blue moon, you'd mm. have someone wanting to have their calves, you know, tox. Yeah. But before this whole Barbie tox mm. trend, I hadn't really ever heard of anyone getting their traps done. It's actually huge. Oh. Yeah. So it's been done for, for many years. Would you say mostly in the Asian community though, not in the Western? Not so much. I, I would say it's used a lot in the Western, but in oh. the public system. And oh, it's for... For migraines and things for, like that. For migraines, for things like spasmodic torticollis, where you've got your... Um, spasms in those muscles that's where it's been used for aesthetics probably not as yes. much i would say i when i say i hadn't heard about i mm. know it's used you know in those yep. areas for medical reasons mm. but yeah definitely not aesthetics but i was just thinking like is there any long-term complications of using muscle relaxant in those muscles to no longer function well i think you have to look at how it works so you're stopping the muscle from contracting and the reason it gets smaller is because you're not using it. Atrophy, yeah, essentially. So if you stop paralyzing it, so stop treating it, and the muscle is functioning again, then there are no long-term effects. You're, you're really just taking it down to a level where you need to build it back up again. And I think because of the muscles that we're talking about, the trapezius and the, the calves, the gastrocs, Gastrocnemius is the name of the muscle. Oh, I've never heard that word before. Yeah. So if you speak to some gym guys, they'll refer to them as gastrocs. Oh. If someone said, hey, look at my gastrocs, I would literally be like, I'm sorry, what? But, but because those muscles are so big and with the injection of anti-wrinkle, you're not actually treating right down. You're not treating the entire muscle mm-hmm. belly. So you're paralyzing a certain layer of it. You still have that core function. I think if you were to paralyze the entire muscle, obviously you're going to run into issues and potentially then you can have some long-term effects. And that's just because of the mechanics of how the muscle works with other muscles around it. What about if you're only, you know, paralyzing the muscle, you know, superficially, mm-hmm. but you're getting it done every three months yep. over the period of, you know, say every year for the rest of your life, yep. are you eventually going to have some kind of issue if you're only doing it superficially? It's interesting. I don't think there's there's no definitive evidence about it, but I wouldn't think so if you think about, again, how it works. If you're not hitting that muscle core, then you still have that function and you're just getting the superficial fibers. And so you're just keeping them very, very small. Oh, so it's fine. Yeah. I find it such a weird thing to like for people not Mm. wanting to have like muscles on their, um, what do you call these things? Shoulders? This is your shoulder? Yeah, I guess there are some people, though, where you see that they're really overly developed. And I think that comes down to things like posture so and just how they hold their shoulders. But it certainly can improve someone's look. 
But not everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be a bit more deeper than that. Like, yeah, you're going to start sagging, but hey. Well, we can talk a little bit about how coming back to the social aspect and how that's driving it. Like, as you say, Barbie Botox. And yes. that's got to be because of the Barbie movie. For sure. And I'm like, I actually haven't seen it, but does she have like a really slim neck or something? Well, yeah, but she has a slim neck in every in every movie that she's in. <laughs> <laughs> Trends is so funny. Mm. I think it comes down to marketing. Absolutely. Yeah. But no one's talking about Oppenheimer talks. What is Oppenheimer talks? <laughs> Oppenheimer was the other big movie that came out at the same time as Barbie, and they piggybacked off of each other's marketing, and so that's where you got Barbenheimer. Yeah. Did you hear about that? Yeah, but who got Botox in Oppenheimer? No one. Uh. I'm just saying it's, it's another marketing trend. No one got Botox in Barbie either. They're just using it as a springboard. Oh. Okay. That brings me into my rapid fire of myths versus facts anti-wrinkle edition. And I feel like, is this going to be the first of many rapid fires? Because I feel like you come to me all the time with these TikTok facts. Yeah. To confirm or deny. Well, TikTok is my Google. Mm. In is also my Google. It's either or. It just depends. It's almost like I go to TikTok to source my information. Mm -hmm. And then I go to you just to confirm the information but then you don't believe me when i disagree with tiktok (laughs) depends on what it is if Mm. it's anything medical or most most things i believe you if it's that if it's financial or the interest rates are rising tiktok says no you and your bank say yes i'm like no tiktok's obviously right the interest rates are not rising Mm. cool Anyway, my first question for you was, is anti-wrinkle slash toxins dangerous? In high doses, yes. Not in the way we use them. Okay. Why is that? So how can you have something that is a toxin? And if you use in a high amount, it's dangerous. But if you use in a low amount, it's not. So it comes from the Clostridium botulinum bacteria. And this is where botulism comes from, the disease. So high enough doses, anything's a poison. Right, mm-hmm. literally anything. Including water, right? That's right. Yeah. We had that conversation before. Yes. So in aesthetic use, the toxin's purified. It's very, very low dose and it's injected exactly where we need it to go. It's not injected systemically. It's injected into the muscle. Okay. There we go. So my next one actually came from a TikTok and that it's glutathione injections shorten the lifespan of your anti-wrinkle. Okay. So I would say that's a myth. Glutathione is a very popular antioxidant used in longevity and aesthetic clinics. We use it as well. And no, it does not shorten your the effect of your toxin. What is glutathione? It's an antioxidant. Oh, right. Yeah. And it just makes Naturally sense. occurring. So we have that in our, in our system. And as we age, it decreases. Is there any reason as to why she would have said it shortens the lifespan? Or no, there's no studies at all. That there's no, no clinical evidence. Maybe she heard it from another TikTok. <laughs> We all get our information from TikTok. Yeah, fair. Next one is saunas. Do saunas do saunas also shorten the lifespan of your toxin? I think a lot of people are thinking about how saunas heat up the body, therefore increasing metabolism, and they feel like that affects the metabolism of the Botox or the botulinum toxin as well. No clinical evidence for that. So go ahead and get in your sauna. But not straight after. You've got to wait no. the whole day, right? Yeah. So that kind of goes for exercise as well then. So people do say that exercising a lot can increase your metabolism and then make your toxins last 
less time. Yeah. So does that kind of go for the same? Yeah, it's I think a myth. their reasoning's the same. I say it's a myth. I think maybe it's just an excuse not to exercise as much. I'm down for that. Any excuse, <laughs> right? And what about Botox building up in your body over a long time? Uh, no, again, no. Your body clears it. It's metabolized and flushed out. It doesn't just stay there. If we could find something that stayed there permanently and built up and was beneficial, great. Okay, but that's my... That's done is that all you got? That's all I got for rapid fire. You went through them way too quickly. I'm going to ask you some questions. Oh, oh, okay. Because I prepped for this podcast. Oh, did you? And I thought I was the only one that prepped for it. Oh, no. I went onto TikTok and I was like, bam, 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 there we go. So you prepped with TikTok and I prepped the old fashioned way. Through a dictionary. I actually pulled out a an Encyclopedia Britannica. Did you really? Which I had from the grocery store. Did you ever get the. I'm I don't just know kidding. What, oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So these are these are myths that I found. Okay. And a lot of them are, are very basic things, but I just want to get your <laughs> I want to get your point of view. All right. Botox will freeze my face and give me no facial expression. I know the answer to this one. Only if that's the desired look you're going for, or if your injector uses too much of the product, then you can have a frozen looking face. Exactly. And I think it's, Ticks for me. You, know, you know how we talked about the bolt on look in breast implants and how yes. people think that's kind of the standard. I feel like for Botox, people think the frozen look is the standard, although we've moved way past that. Yes. Yeah. So you can get as little dose as you want. If you just want kind of like a softening of the lines or you could go all the way and be completely frozen. Exactly. Exactly. So next one, ready? I feel like I'm in like a school quiz and I'm like getting points. Like, <laughs> you are, yeah. you are getting points. I'm keeping track. <laughs> Botox can erase all of my wrinkles. No, 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 no. <laughs> I guess it depends. Like mm -hmm. if you were, you know, in your early 20s, early 30s and you started getting anti-wrinkle, I think that it can get rid of those like static lines. Yep. If you're 60 and you have those static lines and yep. you're just getting anti-wrinkle injections now, no. Yeah. Is exactly that the answer? Right. Exactly right. So because Botox is working on your muscle, it's focusing more on the dynamic lines and the overuse of that muscle can lead to static lines. But if you've got the static lines, you're going to have to do other things. Yeah. Okay. Next. This is fun. I know. I feel like I'm acing this though. If you stop doing Botox, your wrinkles will get worse. No, they won't get worse, but they will come back. And I feel like, you know, when you have something done, like if you have had a frozen forehead, you know, 10 years, then you stop getting your anti-wrinkle and you start getting those fine lines back, you almost think it's worse because you were so used to not having wrinkles. But no, it doesn't make it worse. Exactly. Because so, that's a case for a lot of people not to do it because they, they don't want to... Yes. Stop and then have them get worse. Kind of brings us back to the Barbie thing. I think people think getting anti-wrinkle injections also cause like, you know, that muscle fatigue or muscle yeah. atrophy. Yeah. And they're kind of putting those two together. Yeah. Well, I mean, it does, if you're a long-term Botox user, there is going to be a level of muscle atrophy, but not so much that the muscle ceases to function. Okay. Next one. Once you start, you can't stop because it is addictive. True. <laughs> <laughs> Depends who you ask. Yeah. I feel like for me, it would be true. Like once you start seeing those results mm -hmm. and you're like, I don't want to go back to having those like angry 11s. Yep. But no, it's not addictive. Yeah. I think we have to look at it two ways. So physiological addiction 
No. And emotional addiction. Emotional addiction. Mm, depends who you are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that. Having seen people who have it and they say they love the look they get from it. And so they keep coming back. But no, yeah. there's no physiological addiction. Therefore, there's no physiological withdrawal when you do stop. Is that really a question? Yeah. Like from Google? Someone said that. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Next one. Botox will affect my entire body. I have no idea. I'm going to say no. But like, can it, if it's injected into your body, yeah. does it go into the bloodstream? I think That's the, a trick question. I think the question as worded is vague, but yeah. what they meant was if injected into my facial muscles, can it affect the rest of my body? Right. Which is obviously no. Okay. On that question, I have a rebuttal. Yep. If I drink a bottle of Botox, will it, will it paralyze you internally or will it paralyze? Well, no, then you've just drunk a whole bunch of toxin and the... You'll get very sick. Okay, so, so don't do that. You basically give yourself botulism. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, so this is this is a real. I don't even want to read this one, but Botox is permanent. No. Yeah. As much as we wish it was, Botox only lasts two to three months, in my opinion. Some people will say four to six, but mm. I say two to three. I feel like the the marketing says four to six. Yeah. And realistically, it's experience. two to three months. Yeah. 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 Okay. This is you'll like this one. Ready. Botox and fillers are the same thing. No, I don't know why that's such a misconception. When I was in high school, I remember saying to all my friends, I can't wait to get Botox in my lips when I like turn 18. Mm -hmm. No, they're not the same. So Botox paralyzes the muscle. So it restricts that muscle movement. So good for fine lines and wrinkles. Also good for excessive sweating. Mm -hmm. What else is it good for? Or helping to like your masseters, like jaw clenching and things like that. And then dermal fillers are a hyaluronic cross-linked, whatever substance that adds volume into certain areas like your lips or your cheeks, or you can even have it, you know, superficially to add hydration. Exactly. So two completely different substances used for different things and that go hand and in used hand. well together. But on that note, I want to talk about, and we're guilty of this just now because I was reading the thing, but Botox is a brand name. It is. And I don't know if we're going to get in trouble for saying Botox throughout this entire episode. Well, I don't think so because I wanted, and I said it intentionally as an example, because I think people feel like that's all it is. And it's like how Kleenex became the name for tissues. A lot of people would say, Oh, can you pass me a Kleenex? Yeah. 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 But there's so many different brands on the market. And I feel like I'm, yeah, we're both guilty of Mm. saying Botox, but really there's like five other brands on the market. Yeah. Probably more, but in Australia, I think there's maybe Mm. five. Yeah. I think a lot of people now in the industry, I noticed we're all starting to just refer to it as tox. Yes. And as a more of a blanket term, because now we're getting used to the idea of way more products on the market. Yeah. And I feel like for a long time, we really only had two products, which was Mm. your Dysport and your Botox. And now we're starting to see Korean brands come through with theirs. And yeah, I don't, I haven't really worked much with them. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can think of, you've got your Botox, Dysport, Xeomin, Lativo. There's another one that uh, just came out as well. Yeah. And then another one on the way. Yeah. So So many different ones. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is there anything else to discuss about? talks i don't think so i think we've answered each other's questions cool well i think i got five out of five i deserve an award for that i'm actually looking forward to our next rapid fire whatever it is where i use the old man research method and you use the 
young lady <laughs> research method. I feel like young my, person, much young lady, it's just young person, young person. In general, under 40s. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like your generation do use TikTok as well. They do. I'm just, just not you. <laughs> you would actually have a heart attack if you went on there because there's so much misinformation. You'd be like on there. I can imagine commenting, be like, this is wrong. Why are you spreading misinformation? If I was a commenter, can you imagine if I was a commenter? Yeah. No. I know. It would not be good. You know what we haven't done in a long time hmm. is our broken bougie. broken bougie. Should we bring that into it? You're just going to spring this on me right I'm now? I'm just going to spring it on All you. All right. What's the category? All right. Let me see what I've been loving. This might have to be a pause. Hang on. Okay. I have a broken bougie product. Okay. I don't think you can have anything in this category, Mm -hmm. but it's like repairing for the skin. Like, you know, if you have like (laughs) an ablative laser and you need like a post treatment -treatment thing, you go first because I don't want you to steal mine. Well, the only thing that I can think of that I have used that would even fall into this category is the Shield Recovery mm-hmm. from Is Clinical. Yeah. So I used it after my needling mm-hmm. and thought it was great. So, yeah. You just have one product. Yeah. I don't even know how expensive it is. Is it I, broke or bougie? I think it's bougie. It's a mm-hmm. hundred and something. I can't quite remember. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I had an ablative laser like a week or two ago now, probably a week and a half. Mm. And how good is my skin looking? It looks great. But I had to suffer through the first, it was five, it wasn't even a week. It It was was five five days days. of, what's going to happen to my skin? Is it going to be like this forever? I'm like, oh my God, have I made a mistake? What have I done? Like I've caused pigmentation. So she took to TikTok. I took to TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) I just annoyed Ian with my questions every day. But I was introduced to a new product called Tissue Repair at an expo a couple months ago. And she was saying it's really good for like dermatitis and psoriasis, great Mm post-treatment. And when I had this laser, the shield for me, I was using the shield and I love it. But I was like, if I can use something that's going to, you know, be Mm. better or just as good, like I want to try it. I remember I had this tissue repair. And using the tissue repair, I feel like really accelerated my healing it just reduced the redness and acted like this film over my skin, but it hardened. Mm. So then I would put my shield on top because it was quite moisturizing. Yeah. I couldn't do one without the other. Right. I needed both. Yeah. Tissue repair, I think, is $37. Okay. And, yeah, shield is $100, i am going to say 16 or something. And with the – does the tissue repair recommend using – a moisturizer over top or what's the I don't actually know if they do they say to use it morning and night for the first five days mm-hmm. post procedure or post you know treatment but you would actually die if you had to leave that on your skin right <laughs> because it's so dry it's like you know when you add egg onto your skin and it's yeah. that hardening and you know that it's kind of protecting your skin from mm-hmm. you know aggressors on the outside but just unpleasant I, it's yeah. unpleasant like I wanted moisturizer on my skin yeah. and so my Bougie product is the shield. But okay. I think those two in conjunction, chef's kiss. Okay, great. So if you ever had an ablative laser or Morpheus A or Exion microneedling, any of the above, you need these two products. All right, so let's wrap up today's rapid fire on anti-wrinkle. Well, it wasn't really anti-wrinkle, it was more Miss First Facts, but whatever. And Barbie, all of the above. Don't forget to follow us. All of the information will be in the description bar below and we'll see you in our next episode. Bye. Bye.